0: On today's episode, we review Thursday night football and give our picks for NFL Sunday, week 10. Going to talk a little UFC 281 and do NFL players want everyone to get on grass? This and much, much more. It's time to sideline the agenda. Welcome to sideline the agenda my name is scott and with me is kevin and chris welcome to the show that sidelines the talking points of the corporate sports media we give you our opinions unapologetically nothing is out of bounds and every subject is fair game coming up silver wants the buck to stop with kyrie irving NFL Sunday Week 10, and who will be the American League MVP. But first, we'd like to invite you to join our agenda to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline the agenda. Get off the sideline and into the game. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Sideline the Agenda. Welcome gentlemen, hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Those of you that are somewhat healthy. um, I know that Kevin, uh, you're, you're, you're seemingly avoiding the bug that's going around
1: keeping my vitamin c See, up that, and yeah. i'm keeping that's right you know keep <laughs> your smiling <laughs> i your haven't par- been so lucky yeah <laughs> that
2: damn bastard that bug <laughs> hunted me down got him good i know it's
0: <laughs> we're joking that it sounds like a damn internment camp or something in here like the oh man the raspiness the coughs it's awful uh hope everybody's doing well friday TJIF, right? You know, uh, looking to the weekend here. Got a lot of sports coming up. Had Thursday night football last night, and you know what, man, dude, I'm done. I I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on. I mean, I I I I we, we look at the 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 weeks to come. We look at the games to come rather, and uh, we we make our picks. And you look at a situation when you have the Atlanta Falcons and uh, the Carolina Panthers. You're thinking like this is this is a gimme, right? In Atlanta, they're trying to battle for first place in the, uh, NFC South, like they're going to, they're going to give it the college try and walk away with the win. Right. You know, but, uh, not so much Carolina takes this one 25 15. I mean, what's, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, I was going to ask you, Oh, what, how'd that happen? What's going on? Like what's going <laughs> on with the league? What's going on with the NFL? What's going on with football in general? Um, it's just, everything is so topsy turvy. It's, uh, it's almost like not fun to watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is what the league kind of, really, in a perfect world, wants. They want all these teams to be so evenly matched that everything could come down to a single play, and all the teams go, you know, uh, nine and eight or eight and nine. Right. Um, they want it to be very, very close. But I don't think it's really that that case. I, I think we just got a bunch of mediocre, if not bad, football teams. I mean, just look like the game from last night you got Mariota who just went out there and just left a fat steaming turd <laughs> on the field. That guy was terrible. He made all kinds of bonehead decisions. Couldn't complete passes when he had the opportunity over through wide open receivers multiple times. Uh, I mean, that was just bad. And then the Panthers are out there with like some third string guy that no one's ever heard of. And he had an okay showing, but I mean, he had a couple interceptions that should have been picked that the guys straight up drops. So we've been seeing a lot of drop picks lately too. Yeah. Um, across the league and uh <laughs> the the Panthers were able to run the ball. The Falcons normally that's what they would try to do is run the ball more. They for whatever reason didn't really do that in this game. Uh I think they got behind and and kind of limited their offense, but yeah, not not a uh not a good day for prime time again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Thursday is definitely not disappointing us. They're pretty consistent, <laughs> consistently <laughs> pretty bad, with yeah. the worst yeah. games of the week. <laughs> Goodness, this was ugly, guys. This was the worst. Gets worse, and then gets worse. I couldn't. I can't believe. I I wanted to contend this with the Denver Bronco Thursday night game a couple weeks ago, um, but unfortunately, this actually did score some touchdowns. So I think it barely beat it out, guys. This these field goal kickers. I don't know what's going on with these guys. They <laughs> (laughs) Can't even make PATs. (laughs) Apparently, I swear you put me in a uniform and you let me practice field goals all day long for the whole week. I I will put a PAT in pretty consistently. These guys, um, Hung 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 Wo Quo, whatever his name is, (laughs) Hung Chu Wow, can't kick (laughs) a damn field goal. <laughs> and uh, apparently he that did ain't kick. Yeah, cool, that, that cool, cool man. He yeah, ain't, he ain't ain't cool. cool. <laughs> no, apparently he kicked seventy-two field goals in a row, and then yeah. apparently just missed two back to back. So I guess he was doing something right. Maybe it was the rain. Blaming on whatever it is. Thursday night, what have you? The best thing of the t- of tonight is definitely we mentioned it last week. Actually, props to Mister Crips, uh, Mister Chris out here uh, calling it was the Panthers uniforms if they (laughs) could stick to those uniforms I mean they were pretty cool but I mean Mariota was a joke I think he was trying to throw a ball away when his back was already on the ground and uh, you know they obviously picked it the Panthers and ran it all the way down and obviously the refs made a good call because he was down but just foolery dude like you're a professional athlete and you're Trying to throw a ball away when you're already back his way on the ground—you're just tossing a ball up. Um, it it was—it was terrible to watch. And even you know the the Falcons' defense again—they are up front. I I, I kind of zeroed in. I don't want to put this you know call out names, but. Now I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, Number 97, Jared on the Atlanta Falcons. You are weak, dude. You get pushed back five yards every single place. No wonder why Dante uh, Freeman had such a – Foreman had such a big game against you guys. I mean, he was pretty much the X factor. He's the one to kind of uh, push the Panthers into the winning column. The Atlanta Falcons, I mean, the only person that sh- should be happy about your performance is literally um, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> because you literally gave the division away. Um Sorry to see this, but yeah, I agree with you, Scott. At this point, dude, I don't know anymore.
0: Dude, Kevin calling old Grady Jarrett out on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Like, uh, how can you, you go from it's just, a, I guess it's just one of those nights you got a kicker, like you said, 70 something, 70 plus uh, uh, straight you know field goals without a miss, an old young ho, coup, uh, just
2: not looking that cool tonight. Looking like an adolescent (laughs) prostitute. Um, I actually was shocked when I saw that stat that he had made that many in a row. Because it seems like, I don't know, for whatever reason, every time I watch the game, I always see him miss field goals. I mean, maybe it was an extra point last time. It was earlier in the year. But I saw him miss at least a couple yeah. field goals, And then he misses two extra points in a row. I'm like, man, this guy sucks. Why is he out there? And then they put that stat out there. Oh, he had made like 72 in a row. I was like, really? Was like, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't watch that much Falcons. So uh, good for him. Oh, my goodness. And then the Panthers guy comes right back down, misses an extra point too. So, just bad football all around. Yeah,
0: Deontay Foreman though running for 130 yards, right? Uh, Getting himself a touchdown. That's obviously was the difference for. Yeah, uh, the Panthers run the Panthers.
2: Was was the difference definitely?
0: I did like the uniforms. I did. Only thing I I didn't, I didn't like the stripes on the top of the helmet. That's what I didn't uh, like.
1: I was just Let saying me get what I didn't, I didn't like was out was, first, uh, Chris. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm just <laughs> trying
0: because you're saying oh, the thing I don't like and I threw myself in, interjected no, my opinion no. first. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like the stripes on the top of the helmet. I think if you just rolled with the blue uh, Panther, I thought that was cool. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Yeah, that was cool. I, I just didn't like the big blue stripe on the on the bottoms. I thought they yeah. should have been solid black down there or something or, or like, like a, a smaller bluer accent it was it was a little too big but you know what what if
0: what if we put a tail on everybody like a panther yeah, there tail you go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> in play you could be tackled by it but you could also swing your uh uh running back forward with it <laughs> have linemen swing, swing people over their head yeah uh the panthers ran the ball uh or, or used play action on 86% of the plays, uh, according to Next Gen Stats, the third highest rate in a game this season. And like I mentioned before, Deonta Foreman led the Panthers' backfield, gaining a career high 115 yards after contact on 31 carries. Um, so obviously, that is the bright and shiny horizon that they will set their their uh, uh, their uh, sails towards. And um, I, again, I, I thought they were tanking, you know, I'm just so confused, <laughs> you know, and, and then you got Baker Mayfield out there giving, you know, uh, headbutts to everybody uh, in helmets, though he didn't have a helmet on. It's like, yeah, you're just making yourself a great case for somebody picking you up as their next starter. <laughs> it's like you're done, Mayfield. It's it's yeah. over. Um but uh good 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 on you. Good on the Panthers. Um you know they're what now third place in the uh, mighty mighty NFC South and uh and, and you know the 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 Falcons didn't go anywhere. They they stayed where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so yeah. uh you know it just kind of end with a with a handshake I suppose and, and and ironically they're all still in it, right? Um because yeah. anything can happen. We'll get to those games uh later uh on in the show um let's see uh so let's talk UFC how about that Kev you want to jump on in on all uh UFC coming I, up yeah UFC uh, 281 uh what's what's happened cap'n
1: yeah 281's coming up this Saturday in Madison Square Garden in New York. Um, I just want to shine on a couple of matchups because um, if you're a fight fan like myself, uh, I'm sure you're going to be happy to hear that you know Frankie Edgar is back in the ring, um, or excuse me, Octagon, but he's facing uh, Chris Gute, uh, Gutierrez. Um, this is obviously uh, kind of a much to do about nothing kind of match because it doesn't really mean anything. Although if you're a Frankie Edgar fan, you'll know that he's kind of inching towards the end of his rope here. He, uh, he did mention this is his last last bout um so after this he is retiring guys this he was one of the pioneers that pioneered this this sport to where it is today um obviously competed in three different weight divisions so you have a lightweight uh he was actually a former champion a lightweight um he, he also competed in featherweight and and bantamweight um this was the guy that kind of came through and he's just knocking heads almost immediately went nine and zero, and then uh you know went to a 15 and one uh, became a champion, and then towards the later end of his years, that's when he started, you know, gathering some uh, some losses, and right now he stands at 23-10 and 10 in total. Uh, but you gotta give it up for the guy. I mean, everyone that's a fight fan is gonna be happy to see him back in the, the mix of things, and, and kind of wish him well on his on his last bout. So, um, we wish you well, Frankie. We, we, we enjoyed watching you over the years, and appreciate what you did for the sport. Um, the next bout is Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. Um, this is just... This is the people's uh, fight for sure. This is what everyone's kind of uh, clinging to see. Uh, this is uh, competed in the um, uh, lightweight division at uh, 155. Uh, Dustin the Diamond Poirier, he comes in there, you know, with the, the big trilogy that he just got done with with Conor McGregor. We saw him uh, knock out Conor McGregor pretty cold on the second ba- on the second um, fight, and on the third fight, that's the one where you know Conor McGregor throws a kick. Uh, leans back and 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 actually his na- his leg like snaps
2: shattered his ankle,
1: dude. And then fall, you know. And, yeah, and then that that's nasty. when the, the hairy like name calling after the the bout, you know, came out and he was calling about it, you know talking about his wife and this and that. But still, Dustin Poirier does what Dustin Poirier does. He stayed calm, cool, and collected, and uh, he kept he kept trying to uh, make marketing poise towards his hot sauce. Um, so apparently, he's got a really good hot sauce. <laughs> but um, yeah, and he's just a good. He's just an all around good good dude um he he gives uh, uh, his raffle winnings away to charities and he's always sponsoring um some charitable events you know i think with this bout here he did mention that he's going to be putting together you know uh toys for tots for the kids in uh new orleans and then also putting um 500 plus uh dishes for thanksgiving meals for for people that you know um can find that useful and then you have michael nice. chandler who's just an explosive you know athlete on its own he obviously comes from the bellator who he was a lightweight um champion over there as well um he's got just domination over uh at bellator it's almost it's it's just it's it's almost crazy to, to see some of the same things that he's done um he has the most submission victories in bellator lightweight division at six uh, he's tied for second most fights in bellator history Um, He has the most stoppage wins in Bellator Lightweight Division at 10. he has the most wins in Bellator Whiteweight division at fifteen. Um, wow. He's just tied, and he's tied for uh, the second most submissions in Bellator MMA history at six. I mean, this guy's a spark plug. He's just ready to come. and And since he's been in UFC, I mean, all of his fights have just been uh, uh, just spectacular events. He came in knocking out Dan, uh, Dan Hooker pretty pretty much immediately. Um, we saw him, you know, do a head kick to Tony Ferguson, and it was literally lights out as soon as he hit him. Um, and we never saw. Too Tony Ferguson get knocked out before, so all you fight fans, you know how impressive that victory was. We did see him go against Charles Oliveira you know, for the um, division championship where that was a slugfest, but ultimately Michael Chandler um, did drop that one. We did see him get knocked out pretty viciously and then he had fight of the year against Justin Gaethje last year and that was an epic, epic fight. Uh, everyone can admit that's probably one of the top five fights I've ever seen in my life and to see him go against Dustin Poirier this is going to be another showdown guys a
2: good one
1: Dustin Poirier has uh was a longtime training partner for just uh with Justin Gaethje um so yeah this is just going to be just a fantastic fight um and then you have the next one which is a pretty much controversial one and I'll just keep it short on this one but Carla Esparza she beat Roma or Rose Namajuna um and uh this was a uh a pretty, <laughs> pretty boring fight, guys. I think they threw all of like three punches throughout the whole fight, and this oh was a five-round fight. This is a championship fight. This is obviously for for the girls' division, um, and everyone was booing them by the end of the fight. Even Dana White <laughs> didn't, was too embarrassed to even talk about it. They, he said that he even wanted at one point even wanted to throw in the, the towel and just say, hey, let's just call it because no one's fighting anybody at this point. They're, it's literally a staring competition. But anyway, she's going to go against Zeng Whaley uh, who's a Chinese up-and-comer fighting. I think uh, she's also favored, which is interesting because she's not the actual champion. But based off Carla's last you know um, bout, they're they're pretty much just handing the victory to Weili. But I mean, she's obviously going to have to go in there and take it. But everyone sees her coming up top. But then, we go to the main event and this is what i really want to talk about guys because israel asania he's a nigerian born new zealander um he's going to be um you know defending his title the middleweight division um for this, this is going to be a six-title defense, wow. and in this division, he's undefeated. And he did try to challenge himself and go up to the lightweight, light heavyweight division, where ultimately he fought the champion in that division and he ultimately lost. So he's coming in at 23 wins and one loss, and that's that was his only loss. Yeah, dude's amazing. Um, so he's coming back down. And he's fighting this guy coming out of Pride, coming out of a kickboxer kind of background, and he's actually already beat. Adesanya in kickboxing twice already. With the last bout that they competed in, he knocked him out. And so now wow. they're kind of yeah. Now everyone's tuning in to whether you love or hate Adesanya. Um, people love him because uh, you know of, of his, his his attitude. You know the last air air mover or whatnot is his kind of his his little stitch, and uh, they love his personality. So a lot of people are, that love him are gonna tune into this fight uh, against Alex Perry. Uh, Pereira, uh, who comes from Brazil, but people are going to tune in this because they want to see him revenge his 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 his, his, um, his, his previous fights. Bosses. Absolutely, and then the <laughs> people that hate him literally want to see Alex come back in there and knock his lights out again. Um, so, I mean, this is going to be a showdown for sure. Alex is six and one in the UFC right now with his only loss with a uh, uh, by submission. But this is going to be a huge, huge fight. Um, this is on Saturday. Something I'm looking forward to, guys. I just want talk about it and then see obviously if you guys are going to tune in and then everyone that's listening you know put in the comments or, or, or listen uh, or, or let us know what you guys feel about these bouts and um, and i i'm just excited
2: yeah that's a hell of a lineup they got going on sounds like a good promotion
0: yeah, I'm probably not going to be watching just because I don't really follow the sport. Uh, nothing against it. Would like to get more into it, I suppose. But uh, that's why we have Kevin on the ticket here uh, to keep everybody in the know and uh, let us know what's all going down. And that's all at UFC 281. Um, so uh, thanks for that, Kevin. Let's go ahead and uh, move on. Um, but before we do, actually, real quick, I wanted to do a, to, to mention uh, with the elections that we had um uh, this last uh, Tuesday, uh, the midterm elections in California. For some of you who may not know, we had an opportunity to vote on online sports gambling. Um, you know, n- you may not know that in California, you know, uh, when it comes to um, uh, sports gambling, we're, we're surprisingly conservative uh, on, on, on the uh, subject, you know. Uh, and we had uh, two on the docket. We had a uh, proposition what 26 and 27, I believe and uh, they were they were, you know uh, uh they shadowed each other in the sense that one was for strictly online gambling, the ability to uh um vote on mobile devices and online and whatnot. Uh, and that was backed, of course, by, you know, uh, big uh, sports betting heavyweights like FanDuel, sport, you know, sportbook, sportsbook, DraftKings, Penn National, you win bet, you know, Bet MGM, you know, all those big ones. And of course to uh as, as as a consolation prize, you know they they uh, all promised that they would allocate you know five hundred million dollars to to battle chronic homelessness and whatnot. So you think, okay, there you go. You know the California folks are probably going to go for that. And then the other one uh, was for uh, uh, legal in person sports bet uh, gambling to happen on uh, Indian tribal grounds. Those that had. Indian casinos in California, you know, gambling's not legal, but if it's on Indian tribal grounds, uh, it is. And uh, then uh, uh, four allocated um, uh, horse uh, racing, uh, horse tracks uh, could do uh, live in-person gambling as well, right? So you think, you know, okay, if you don't, I mean, like I said, you know, as far as California is concerned, you you wouldn't think that we would be so uh, conservative on on those kind of uh, subjects, especially when it's like, you know, hey guys, you know, you 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 want to you know legalize weed, you know, everybody can smoke weed, yeah, sure, let's do it, you know, approved. And it's like, uh, ah, hey hey guys, you you, you know you want uh, a shiny new vagina through uh, you know butchering your body <laughs> uh, legally, yeah, sure, yeah, that's okay, yeah, we're gonna let kids do it too, yeah, why not, you know? But it's like, hey, do you want to uh, uh, uh you know bet on sports? No. How dare? No, of course not. Our, Our children are going to become gambling addicts. You know, we can't, we, we have to think of the children. We can't let the children fall prey to such terrible uh, atrocities, such terrible actions. Uh, I just think that that's just so funny how that's where really, that's where we stop things here. That's where the buck stops, you know, in California is is the sports gambling. So then uh, another funny thing too, is that what really happened in my opinion, as far as the advertising for this, uh, these propositions, they, they went against each other um, through the, The Native American angle, where it was like, "Oh, these are horrible big giants! The online gambling are stealing business away from the the uh, the California Indians who have been here forever." And you know, we've got our wonderful casinos or whatever. But you know, we can't vote that down. They actually actively went against you know, the opposing, they weren't opposing each other is the point. They they actively right. attacked the, the mobile and said, you know, think of the Indians one tier, you know, and then the other side was like, Hey, there, if you know, if you're an Indian and you don't have a casino, because there are Indian tribes in California that don't have casinos, you're not making any money. You're getting the shaft. So vote for ours and we'll give money. The mobile... The mobile gambling <laughs> will give money to, to sad Indians and that Indians there would be tear one tear down the cheek, you know? And, and so ultimately, I think that just confused the voter base. And they were like, well, I, I don't want to be against the Indians. So, you know, they voted them both down. What they yeah. should have done is just like not said anything. And it probably would have been approved. And then I could sit on my happy ass on a Sunday on my couch and actually vote on a, on, on a football game, you know, like a grown ass adult anyway
2: um yeah so. it's definitely weird when it's uh, yeah you want to kill a baby in a mother's right, womb right up, exactly. up until birth yeah. that's fine go ahead do that but actually no, you know, we can't, can't let people gamble yeah if
0: it, if it <laughs> slips out of your vaginal canal in some way shape or form yeah, yeah we'll stop it to death right in front of you it's perfectly okay now that, that's fine that's fine oh my god are you are you gambling on sports put that goddamn phone down
2: Throw this person in jail. You don't know what you're doing, the dangers of that gambling. You'll get into debt. We could have more homeless people on the street. But if you're homeless on the street, go ahead, shoot up. We'll uh, actually give you uh, yeah. drugs so that you can shoot up and have your little feces everywhere. and you know That's all fine. But You just better not be voting Campbell. on sports. How dare you? Uh, I also thought the ballot, the way that they worded it on the ballot, even made it confusing as well. Yeah. Or so if you're someone that didn't even really see the ads as much the way that they kind of had this strangely phrased paragraph like some people probably were confused by that and didn't really know so like if you're confused i think the tendency is more to go no um right so yeah definitely a strange thing with these with some of these californians
0: I don't know. I mean, it's, we've not had it, you know, obviously here. It's, you know, there's obviously ways you can go and gamble and stuff, you know, uh, workarounds, but uh, it it just would have been nice to have, like I said, the option to, to do so like a grown-ass free adult, but uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, speaking of freedom or lack thereof and, and us being, you know, knitted and controlled and told what to do, what's going on in the NBA with uh, Kyrie Irving, Chris?
2: Yeah, so another update on the Irving situation. We said that we'd keep you posted. So we had some news come out with the meeting that took place with Adam Silver a few days ago that we touched on, but no information really came out, out of it yet. Um, but basically, uh, Silver said that they had a, a, a good conversation and he doesn't think that Irving is anti-Semitic in any way. However, with what happened with the documentary that he posted, he thinks that basically that the the punishment has been just. The suspension was, was fine. He actually thinks that he should have stepped in even sooner and got that suspension going immediately um, because Irving played a good, I think, two, maybe three games before the suspension came down. Right. Um, and that he, he would prefer the Nets and Hyrie Irving to come to some kind of a mutual um, agreement, if you will, uh, for his steps to come back to the court. Um, as opposed to the Nets with that six-point um, ransom list that I read off last time. Uh, he, would, he would prefer for them to, to come to something mutual as opposed to the Nets just dictating uh, all those terms. Um, but I think of course, of course he
0: would, because he's getting actually some pretty bad press off of that. I think like people did not respond to that. Well, you know,
2: um, there's a lot of people that don't like it,
0: you know, like for example, uh, I I was, uh, uh, watching a comment on from Nick Cannon, now granted Nick Cannon, but still nonetheless, like, you know, he's, he's, he's got a lot of ears and, uh, he wasn't really happy about it. And he was, uh, having a conversation with, uh, Uh, some guy, I don't even know who he is. But anyway, um, this is what, this is what he had to say.
2: Jewish people know when you dehumanize us this way, we know what's around the corner. So in that same statement
0: as those are the tropes that dehumanize Jewish people, the same buck breaking was that I don't really know what that means to be perfectly honest. The slave masters would bring the buck, the one that gets out of line so all the other slaves would see lash after lash show them the power to set an example this is what you must do to fall in line so when we see the six things that kyrie must do to get his job back right see i mean this is what we've been talking about right yeah, like that plantation exactly. mentality the NBA has become because it's a, it's a it's a tyrant it's you know totalitarianism you know and 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 uh and, and so I, I think that they're, they're kind of, they're walking it back a little bit. And and isn't this funny because who, who, because if you guys following the show, which you should be doing, listening to the show, which you should be doing, cause we dropping some knowledge here. Uh, you know, <laughs> when I was talking about this whole plantation mentality and, uh, you know, uh, using the term of the you know the, the head guy that you you said the Samuel L Jackson character if you will <laughs> it, it, yeah yeah in, in in other words that individual of the NBA came out and actually
2: came out in support of Kyrie Irving correct of uh, uh, Mr LeBron James yeah actually at, at first you know it was kind of was a, a day late and a dollar short because he threw him under the bus about a, about a week ago well yeah but because
0: that's what he, he was supposed to do but this is right. my point yeah yeah he, but but he now silver's leads. walking yeah. it back and he I, I, I don't think lebron came out on his own i think he got a message from silver and said all right now we need you to go this is now this message you need to send to the other uh folks yeah. that live in this uh league that uh uh you you need to set them now give them this message and the message is that yeah he, it's okay yeah, or, right. or, or you, you know you're in support of Kyrie now
2: yeah you can go ahead and open up the doors so yeah lebron james said he's like i don't i i i told you that i don't believe sharing hurtful information which which is another thing that we'll get to with this information Uh, Aspect of it, but basically he just said he apologized. He should be able to come back to the court and play. And he he's no he's known Kyrie. You know he played with him for several years. He knows he's not an anti-Semitic guy. And uh, so credit to LeBron for doing that. But like you said, probably not out of his own will. But back to Silver and with information, this has everything to do with them wanting to control information. If you want to post something, you better not only taking your own thoughts into account, but you better think of what the borg is going to say the controllers are going to say you got to post something that's approved by them wow so you're self-censoring that's a form of mind control so they're literally controlling what these guys can and can't say which is that's against freedom of speech that's against everything that we stand for here and uh one of the only players that actually has has somewhat backed uh, Kyrie lately has been Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics because Nike has dropped Kyrie Irving from any kind of a deal that they had. And Jalen Brown said, Since when did Nike ever care about ethics? Because you right. want to talk about communist China with the owner of the Nets and all of those uh, evils that go on there um nike is is just as evil you want to talk about sweatshops <laughs> overseas and taking advantage of people over there paying them nothing to build yeah, these just cheap shoes and rights, bring right. them back over here and sell them for hundreds of dollars and the the influence that they've had on the league controlling these players because they're paying these stars way more than the teams are playing paying these stars so they're going to have a lot more input and 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 really control these guys because it's marketing they're using these guys to market they own these guys and uh you know they pay a high price for it but they literally own these guys uh so we'll keep we'll keep up to date with this we'll see what the nets and Kyrie decide to come up with if they're going to stick with the the ransom list or if they're going to come up with something else because it looks like they they might be kind of walking it back because yeah there's a lot of people that are upset about this even if you don't agree with him and what he posted this is a this is a bit much. Yeah. Um. A complete it's, overreach. It's funny. Nick Cannon. I don't know why, but I happen to see that guy's got 11, 12 kids. Yeah, like twelve. He's it, got, yeah. It's he's questionable got if there's even I more. Think, <laughs> I think he's got. I happen to see this when I was scrolling through a Twitter feed. He's got like. A lady pregnant with his 11th, and then yeah. he just found out he's having a 12th on the way. Yeah.
0: That Gosh, guy, that his seed is sown. Man. He's, he's, he, that guy definitely ain't shooting blanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. He's, he's uh, hitting on the first try, or, you know, but it's just, God damn. Yeah. Like, but, you know, you, you, uh, Uh, everybody's got issues is the point you know what I mean and and uh, he has and everybody has ways they can improve themselves no doubt and no doubt that Kyrie Irving himself can use some improvement we don't agree with like what if he was trying to say something through that post I don't agree with that like no it's not that you don't have to agree with an individual you shouldn't agree with an individual you shouldn't agree with you know like people say this shit and it actually drives me crazy sometimes where it's like you know um They'll, they'll preface it where it's like you know, well, I don't agree with everything what this guy says, but or you know, but it's like well, why is right. why is that? You should never agree with what everybody says. Right. What what everybody one in, what everything one individual says. You should never agree with that. You know that should be just like. The, the default, you know, right. like, like, like just because you, uh, back a, a political figure doesn't mean that you automatically agree with everything that they say, just cause you're a fan of a certain sports figure doesn't mean that you agree with everything they say and do, you know, very often they say, don't m- meet, meet your, uh, your, 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 idols or don't meet you, you know, the, your, your, the, the, people that you're, you're a fan of because they'll ultimately let you down because you find out you don't agree with who they are or, or everything that they do, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and all we're doing is standing up for an individual that we we believe has the right to think and say what they want to even though that i don't agree with what he's he says most of the time i know that you i don't think any of us do yeah. nor should we but uh anyway we do agree and we'll fight for his right to uh to to say what he thinks and Also for his right to party. Uh, But uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, Let's uh, head to uh, Major League Baseball. But before we do, we would like to invite you to join our agenda to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. Give us a five-star rating. Hit the subscribe button. Give us likes and share the show with your friends. You can also follow us on Twitter at sidelineagenda. Sideline the agenda. Get off the sideline and into the game. Okay. American League baseball, American League uh, MVP candidates are, are have been uh, uh, whittled down to uh, three finalists. Uh, Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani, and Jordan Alvarez uh, are the uh, finalists for American League MVP uh, in voting by the Baseball Writers Association of America. You know, of course, you have Otani last year. He was last year's AL uh, MVP. Um, you know, he he put together uh, uh two amazing seasons in a row um and uh you know f- for uh third place uh, uh uh Los Angeles Angels team that finished you know uh, um 73 and 89 um uh Otani went uh 15 and 9 with a 2.33 ERA and uh 219 strikeouts in 28 starts on the mound covering 166 innings at the plate he uh, batted uh uh, 0.7, 0.273, uh, with uh, 34 homers and 95 RBIs. You have Alvarez, Houston uh, Slugger, who launched uh, the go-ahead homer in, the, in clinching the game, the, 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 the game that won the World Series for the team. Uh, he hit uh, 306 with uh, 37 home runs, 97 RBIs during the regular season. And Judge broke the AL record with 62 home runs and tied for the big league with uh, 131 RBIs and was second in AL in the American League with um, 311 batting average Uh, He also led uh, the majors in runs on base percentage slugging percentage uh, extra bases hit uh, and total bases. Anyway, we talked about this before uh, real quick, have we, has anybody changed their mind in regards to who should be the American League MVP? Um, I believe that last we spoke, I was saying Shohei Otani uh, because I just love me some uh, starting pitcher who's also a big time slugger. And that's such a unique uh, gift and uh, uh, an ability and a talent that you want on your squad. But that said, I also realized that he did win it last year and that's definitely going to work against him and of course i think everybody's going to see 62 62 62 and that uh, bright little glimmer of eyes and attention brought to major league baseball by uh, yours and mine america's boy uh aaron judge
2: yeah this like, alvarez they should just take him off the list he's not going to win it he's he's not even close it's definitely between it's like the an honorable the mention judge. yeah yeah, I mean, great, great season for him, but he didn't even really do much better than just strictly offensively than what Otani put up. Just shows you how good Otani was offensively. And then, yeah, 219 strikeouts, sub 2.5 ERA. I mean, that's a hell of a year for a pitcher as well. Um, I think the only thing, other than the home run uh, record, uh, the only thing that is going to make judge win is because Otani won it last year. I think that's ultimately yeah. going to be the actual thing that gets it for judge. So I see judge going, but either one that wins it, it's well-deserved. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know who I would pick. It would, it would really, really tear me in two, but I think it's going to go to judge.
1: Yeah, this is a close race. Um, I mean, these are just outstanding numbers. Uh, the only other thing that would have not clinched it for Shoei is if he was in the National League. Um, I think it's a good thing he's in the American League. That way, he can showcase how how good he is on both sides of the both sides of the of the ball. Um, that would
0: be just a colossal waste if he was in the National League. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we got this amazing slugger, but uh, could you imagine a National League team picking him up? Yeah. I mean, just, like, Shohei goes to the Dodgers, you know? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose it could happen, right? But that I would wonder be pretty if he funny. would turn it down, you know? I, I would like to think he would. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, you do realize I can hit the ball, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's to say at this point? I mean, any, mini, mini, mo, I feel like, um, yeah, I agree with you guys, though. That should come down to the to judge and to Shohei. Um, and then, you know, whoever wins wins uh i i don't have a problem with any one of them um you know i did i'm leaning towards judge but again i it's not up to me um either one of these two ball players deserve it in my opinion um so i think they're definitely the MVPs of mvp's league, and Maybe they should get fancy and do a co MVP and just split it down yeah, the pipe. You go. Way, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm not. That's not a question. Think,
0: I think we all do agree that your novel as just doesn't deserve to be in no. the conversation between Shohei and, and, and Aaron Judge. So I agree with you, Kevin. You might be onto something a little twofer, a little just in get tandem.
2: The, American American playoffs, the, the playoffs, the playoffs, and the World Series are not taken into account for this. This is just regular season, right? Did you guys it see also that? Um, Otani? He could go national because they do the DH there now. Okay. Oh, when did they start that? I think they just did it this last season. okay. So, God, they just started it. it.
0: So, so why didn't you say something when I went on my whole tangent a couple episodes ago when I was like, "The National League is the purest sport, you know. I have always root <laughs> for National League cuz they don't have the DH. That they cut that sh- they don't do play that shit because if you pitch, if you get on the field, you you got to hit." You guys didn't say shit. You made me look yeah, like I an didn't, idiot. I, didn't, if,
1: I, blame, you, I no. blame you, man. I blame you. <laughs> I I I, ho- I hope they don't adopt the DH because that's that's I agree with you, Scott. I mean they that's purest baseball. That's, that's right. Baseball.
2: I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty it's sure that like, it's a that deal now.
1: Oh Speaking man! Speaking of the National League, you guys see the Dodgers dropped? Uh, you know, or not? Did drop? But didn't. uh have an extension for Kershaw or yeah. even Justin Turner third baseman so yeah those are what... long time last farables. I
2: saw they offered Kershaw one year and they weren't offering Turner like anything big or long.
1: Right, right. The extension I I think that he wanted was like $131 million or something like that, and they they declined it straight up. But I think Judge is – this is his – he's going into a contract year too, right? He's a free agent. Yeah, Yeah. Judge
2: is going to be the big fish that once he opts into wherever he's going to go, then all the other dominoes are going to fall after that. Everyone's going to wait to see where he goes because, you know, the Yankees, of course, but they've been kind of hesitant to spend like they used to. Uh, Dodgers, true. they they got big money, so I think it's gonna come down to Dodgers and Yankees. So we'll we'll see what happens there. I mean, in regards Sorry. to G-
0: Turner and uh, Kershaw, I mean, I I would definitely be tempted to 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 be moving on from from those guys. All respect to everything that they've done for the Dodgers, but. Uh,
2: yeah, the the Are you talking the, about Justin Turner, Kevin? My bad. I thought yes. you were talking about Trey Turner. No, My no,
1: bad. no. They they want it. They want to keep Trey Turner, but I was talking about Justin Turner. I said 131. I'm sorry. I misspoke. It's actually 16 million where they uh, two year where they're they're they, they where they declined already the the Dodgers. So, that's not looking promising for Justin Turner. I think he can find probably yeah. that somewhere uh, else. Uh, yeah.
0: But. I'd be moving on from both Turners really if it was up to me. But uh, that's just me. I just yeah, didn't, I, you I'd know. Try to
2: keep Trey. If you can't get, judged, I know Trey's I try good during Trey. the season, but man, when
0: you shit the bed in the postseason, and the, yeah. I, it feels like he's consistently done that. I'm sorry, I'm moving on. I don't care. Yeah. And and Kershaw's just done nothing but that again. He's been amazing during the regular season. <laughs> uh, about it's, 82 games, he's amazing, and then after that, it falls off. But uh, anyway, he's he's, he's an old young guy. front runner. No, man, I, I get it. Good for good for him, and he's obviously, you know, meant a lot to the Dodgers, but uh, I don't know. I, I think that they need to be turning the page soon there, turning First. the page.
1: S- the Cy Young frontrunner, uh, Justin Verlander, he opted out of his extension. So, that, I mean, he's yeah. on the ass shows where he's he – may, maybe he's looking somewhere else, but yeah, he's maybe getting he's up there in age. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you be never be a, know.
2: Yeah. That'd be a good pick. That's kinda he's getting older too, but I mean he's, he he's still it. got a rubber arm. He can just throw all season.
1: Arguably he just finished his best season in his career this this season. Yeah. Well
2: yeah, when you
0: win the World Series, right? I mean, there's nothing better <laughs> than that. I'd love to see Aaron Judge go to San Diego.
2: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a lot. Uh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they brought Tatis Jr. back. Exactly. Jeez. Right. Yeah, that'd oh, that Dodgers would be scary. Dodgers' reign would be over for sure. I think their Dodgers' reign might actually already be over now. It's just tough to keep coming back from all this collapsing year after year. Uh, it's got to come to an end sooner or later, and they just keep bringing Roberts back, which is <laughs> – Crazy. Well, that's yeah, the that definition of crazy. crazy, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> doing the same thing every year. Yeah, insane and uh, <laughs> expecting different results. But uh, that's I mean, that's they get the same results every year, you know. And yep. like I said, it's it's clockwork. And again, all respect to, like I said, even Kershaw, like he's great for 82 games, and then he's not. I mean, the one year that they quote unquote win the World Series, it's during you know the COVID lockdown special, and and you're only play, playing sixty something games, sixty two, right? And and then. Uh, you know Kershaw's amazing in the in the world in the World Series. Of course he is because he's 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 only seventy something games now into it. Like yeah, he, that's, he didn't have
2: to go through that summer he, wall he, of heat.
0: Exactly, he didn't have to do that. And and that's always what makes him fall off. And then he shits the bed in the playoffs. And 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 you know uh, uh, there was just enough. Um, uh, uh, the, the, Roberts couldn't mess with it you know enough yeah, they, they had <laughs> yeah. what's his name um, messing with it for him uh, uh, the, oh, from Tampa right. Bay given yeah, the Roberts right. special uh, being a great little times. Padawan uh, Dave Roberts Padawan <laughs> and uh, uh, playing charts and grass baseball as well uh, like oh you think you can do that well I'm going to go to my lefty because this lefty and I'm going to go to my lazy eyed player because he's pitching against this right lazy eyed player and uh, you know I'm going to I'm going to win me a game. So that they did.
1: That was hilarious. They did sign Kershaw to a 1-year deal, 17 did, million contract. I I well, agree. then what the hell are we talking about, Kevin? <laughs> well, Justin Turner, <laughs> that must have just happened. Oh my goodness. Well, it uh, yeah, happened late last night. I'll uh, we'll see.
0: Well, well, well. Let's move on. Let's talk a little football. Um we have NFL Sunday Week 10 uh and for the first time ever actually the NFL is heading to Germany um, as it tries to continue to expand its brand across the globe and who are they sending to Germany you ask well hold on I'll tell you they're sending uh, Seattle Seahawks and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers old oh, Brady is going to be the uh, the, the the worldwide ambassador for uh, for the NFL um this is going to be a good game, actually, I think. And I actually yeah. think that the Seahawks are going to win because do Gino the quarterback of the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, why? It's Geno Smith. And Geno Smith, he's pretty good under pressure. He's pretty good under the blitz. And uh, he's even better when he's got time. And there's a lot of defenders hurt on that old Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad. Uh, and that should allow plenty of time for Geno to work his magic. I'm, I'm thinking the Seahawks are going to win this one.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a, a big matchup, both teams in first in their respective divisions. Uh, as a Rams fan, we need Seattle to lose because oh, if absolutely. there's any somewhat glimmer of hope left in the Rams season, they need Seattle to lose and they need to sweep Seattle, um, which I, I kind of don't see happening. Yeah. Yeah, the Rams, the, the Bucks defense is not what it was. They don't stop the run like they used to. And uh, they don't have the same pass rush, even though they look great against the Rams, but everyone does. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the Seattle will be able to run the ball. They'll be able to get some play action going. And they seem to have a good rhythm going with the, with their offense. And the Bucks offense is just, it's. I mean, it's been pretty inept. It's been pretty anemic. And uh, Seattle is famous for that Uh Pete Carroll zone so I'm sure they're going to continue to play that and make Brady kind of have to go down the field to beat you and he's been struggling to get touchdowns you know unless he gets a pass interference call or something like that to put him on the one yard line other than that he's not really getting touchdowns so yeah I I agree I think uh, Seattle probably is in the better position to pull this one out but should be a good one should should come down to the last half of the fourth quarter um But yeah, I I would actually have to pick Seattle, surprisingly enough. Whoever thought you'd be picking Geno Smith over Tom Brady? Yeah, really.
1: This is going to be a close one for sure. It's going to come down a little last wire, for sure. It's going to come down probably a winning field goal for either side. Um, these these two teams do match up each other pretty well. Uh, and uh, Tom Brady, I mean, from the based on the last game last week, with Tom, you know the Bucks started rolling. Um, obviously, I mean they won in the last minute you know touchdown, but that drive looked pretty impressive. And you could say obviously it was against the soft zone, what have you, what will? Um, but Kenneth. Walker the third could be the X factor for this one, guys. Um, If he's coming out and he's doing, uh, he's producing like the previous games. I mean, I'm seeing Seahawks go in there and uh, get a win, get a W over the Tampa Bay, um, but I'm not going for him, that's for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, and and, and uh, me not, me neither in regards to uh, – I'm definitely, as Chris said, a Rams fan and do not want Seattle to win, but I can't pick against them, baby, because uh, I know the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Do you the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks? And also that Seattle Seahawks defense is going to give Brady the bratwurst. All right, let's move on to uh, Chicago. They're going to host the uh, Detroit Lions. I mean, we know what this is. It is what it is, the Detroit Lions retreat trash the chicago bears are trash but they do seem to have a rising star in justin fields we'll see i think the jury's still out on that personally i'm not buying into the hype just yet uh so of course i'm expecting the chicago bears to win this game um you know i I, i'm assuming y'all are too but uh there it is uh what you guys think about this one
2: yeah i think the bears kind of found their um what works for them with running fields he's more of a runner than a passer like you said early on the season so i I think the bears will be able to score score more than the lions how how does that sound yeah (laughs) (laughs) to to win the game booger booger mcfarland
0: they need to <laughs> score more points. You know, points. what this team need to do is this team need to score, <laughs> put the ball on the other end of the field, uh, holding on to it as many more times than the other team does in order to get more numbers than the other team gets on the scoreboard.
1: <laughs> that's the key to the and game. that's how they win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Booger.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is going to be much to do about it. This is going to be a close game for no dang reason. Chicago Bulls will pull out with victory because, simply because they're playing at home and they might get a couple calls. But other than that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, who cares?
0: (laughs) Well, let's move on to Miami. We got the Miami Dolphins. They're gonna be hosting the Cleveland Browns. Dolphins sitting six and three, Browns sitting at three and five. Um deshaun watson's not back he's but he's he comes back the following week uh week 11 i believe uh so they should still be watson uh but of course doesn't matter either way i'm taking miami dolphins to win this one to go and that wide receiver core in tyreek hill and jalen waddle is just too legit to quit
2: yeah mvp tyreek hill <laughs> i would Woo. expect the dolphins to to definitely be able to pull this one out, unless the Browns can just somehow just run the ball and run it some more and control the game with Chubb, because uh, the Dolphins defense has has been somewhat suspect these last couple weeks. So that's the Browns' chance. And if uh, Brissett plays like he did last week, uh, he played out of his mind. You know, they they could stun them, but uh, I would be shocked. I, th- I think Dolphins too highly powered.
1: Uh, It's going to be another good one, guys. Actually, it's going to be closer than what we anticipate. Uh, The Miami Dolphins do not have a good run defense. Um, and the, the Browns have pretty decent on the run, as we know. So um, can the Dolphins get ahead early to take the ball out of Chubb's hands and, and, and force uh, Brissett to beat him in the air? It will be That's the question. So I do see Miami getting ahead. I, I don't think that the Browns will will lock down Tyree Kill. although they do have Miles Garrett on that defensive uh, front, which could supply pressure to Tua and kind of make him uncomfortable. But regardless, I'm picking Miami.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it, it, it's a good point in regards to Chubb. Uh, obviously, that running game is 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 insane. I, I'm wondering if there's going to be a bit of weather there. Uh, that that might be a play a factor if there's if it's like yeah. it's pouring rain because I know that of course there's a Absolutely. lot of hurricanes and and storm tropical storms rolling through that area right now. So uh, cut to the weather girl. Okay, no, she's not here. All right. Um. So let's move on. 78 to, uh, degrees. Hey. All game right. time weather.
1: 78 degrees. 78 be, is it
0: partly sunny uh, or uh, partly cloudy? Rain, is it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Florida. What's the?
1: Uh, that's true. It just has a sun Do, and cloud emblem. Does, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's, there's no dotted dots underneath the, the cloud in regards no. to the animation or the, the the drawing there. Okay, well, well, that, that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> and uh, so it looks like they're going to have some pretty clear weather there. <laughs> It's not going to be a factor, so I'm picking. I'm picking the Dolphins. Then that's a lock. That's on lock. Woo. All right, let's head to Tennessee as the Titans will uh, host the Denver Broncos. Uh, you know, Titans held a pretty close game to the Kansas City Chiefs, arguably one of the best teams in the league um all of football really uh so uh if they if they keep but this is actually you know kind of interesting in regards to the kind of the smash mouth approach to football uh i I feel like the broncos can can handle that a little bit so you know i i default and say that the 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 titans should win this game especially at home uh derrick henry you know just still continuing to put on a clinic uh, but that said, it, it, I, I think that this game is actually going to be pretty close, but um, I'm, I'm taking the
2: Titans. Yeah, I'm expecting Tannehill probably to be back on this one. Uh, if he wasn't out there, then, yeah, this would be a, a dogfight because both defenses are good, and I might actually have given the edge to uh, the Broncos in a very low-scoring game, but, uh, yeah, I, I'll go with the home team on this one. Uh, Henry's just pretty much unstoppable out there. Now they can add in a little bit more passing that they've been missing this last couple weeks. And, uh, yeah, I think Titans definitely a better team.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a close one. I agree with you guys because the Broncos, uh, their defense is overall rated number two in the whole league. But against the rush, they're at 21. So with that uh, stat alone, I'm going Tennessee as well. All right. Well, let's uh,
0: take on the uh, Buffalo Bills, who will be hosting the Minnesota Vikings. This should be a good game. Um, this is, of course, we've got the uh, six and two uh, Buffalo Bills in the AFC uh, East, right? And then we've got the uh, NFC North uh, Minnesota Vikings sitting at seven and one. Surprising, seven and one. Uh, big time offense uh, team. Offensive teams, except uh, I know that Josh Allen is uh, somewhat questionable. Um, with his elbow injury. So you're looking at what, Casey Keenum to step in and uh, make things happen for the Bills? I don't know. This is a this is a interesting game. This should be a really good game. I, I, I'm I'm very intrigued to see what Minnesota continues to develop with their offense. Of course, you got Justin Jefferson. You got Kirk Cousins throwing the ball all iced out on the plane home, partying with his <laughs> boys. It seems like they're all high and and uh, uh, loving life right now. And then of course, you got T.J. Hawkinson, that addition uh, from Detroit uh, as their new tight end. I think that that is just a, a an area that. They they haven't even begun to tap into. I'm just thinking there's gonna be a lot of good stuff here. I'm going, I'm rolling purple here, man. I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings to go into Buffalo mm. and beat the Bills.
2: Old Kirk Thuggins. <laughs> Looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh this one comes down to uh Allen's elbow or lack thereof. Uh no Allen. Uh vikings would definitely be favored but i think that would force the bills to to run the ball more and uh the bills do have a good very good defense um i feel like the vikings are due for a loss they kind of were we're gonna lose last week but they were able to pull it out at the end ah <sighs> yeah this this is a tough one i think no Allen. yeah i'd, I'd agree with you scott i think the vikings should eventually pull it out. But I don't know. I just feel like the Buffalo bills will run the ball, play good defense and, and they might actually handle this game. But if I'm a betting man, I I just got to pick the better or at least more healthy team, uh, Vikings in this case.
1: Oh, all right. Um, yeah, this is going to be going, actually, this is one I'm anticipating. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this one. Actually. Um, this is going to be, you know, showdown. This is possibly, you know, they are two different conferences, but this is again, a great, uh, Top leading division kind of matchup, um, AFC and NFC kind of showdown. Um, I'm picking the Bills on this one, guys. Because even regardless with Josh Allen out of the lineup, they still have Case Keenum as their backup, guys. This in 2017, he went 11 and three for that very same Minnesota Vikings team. Um, so I, I'm I'm still picking the Bills on this one. I don't think um, the Vikings have a you know a, a good defense, and I, I see the Bills kind of having their way with them. Oh, they're having their way with them with a Casey Keenum at uh, behind yeah, center. Yeah, oh, right. it happens after parties yeah, no, in the high club. Fair <laughs> enough,
0: you know. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, uh, it's a good game nonetheless and uh, nice and tight. But, uh, you know, Kevin uh, predicted maybe a bit of a blowout. All right, let's head to Houston as the Texans take on the New York Giants. Uh, come on. I mean, Texans, they're 1-6-1. and one. Uh, Fully expecting a 6-2 New York Giants squad to step in there and uh, handle big business. It is funny, though. You got Daniel Jones taking on Davis Mills. These guys are pro. they're, they're like brothers. <laughs> they're, they're so similar. Like Davis Mills is the is the new is the new Daniel Jones in the league. Right. You know, they just just I don't know. To me, they, they seem like just the same kind of guy. Uh, so I expect, of course, you know, the, the, the Giants, the defense, especially to to handle the Texans and uh, uh, the uh, the run game of uh, Saquon Barkley to to be the finishing move. Where is this game?
2: It's in Houston. Oh. I think think Giants will win, but I think they're actually going to be kind of scary. I'm sorry. This is in New York. Oh, it is in New York? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the
0: Giants will win handily then. <laughs> which is a wonderful, Sorry to accurate, uh, accurate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right, Kevin. It's a Met Life Met Life yeah. Stadium. Uh, yeah, technically, ac- actually, excuse me. Technically, Kevin, I must correct you. It's in yeah East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> 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 but I digress. Yes, it is uh, in New York. Thank you for the correction there. Game yeah, time weather, uh, 55 giants degrees. Giants will way, for sure. <laughs> yeah, what's the weather there, Kevin? <laughs> what's What's the uh, uh, animation look like? It's just it's a cloud. A sun? Oh, well, it's just a humidity. Cloud. <laughs> One single cloud that's not filled in, just a sil- A lining, a silhouette. There's not a smiley face or a frowny face on the cloud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no thunderbolts? No nothing. Yeah, go he, ahead, Chris. Sorry about
2: that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying I think Giants will, will dominate this game, yeah. Um, if it was that's in it. Houston, I thought <laughs> it would be a, maybe – somewhat of a scary game for him but yeah Giants
1: yeah absolutely uh total yards um that Giants put up 337 on average per game um and you know the Texans 308 uh yards allowed 356 for the Giants and the Texans 410 um going with the Giants all the way this should be also another easy one um they should be able to have their way with The Texans.
0: All right. Well, let's move on. I want to make sure that I'm accurate with this. Let's move on to Geha Field at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. As the Kansas City Chiefs are going to host those mighty Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City (laughs) Chiefs are six and two. Jaguars are sitting at three and six. Trevor Lawrence coming off of a pretty good game last week. Uh, Do you think that ego that uh, (laughs) mucha (laughs) <laughs> that uh, uh what am i trying to say the uh, uh um oh god damn it uh uh it's it, 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 trevor lawrence gonna his have a mojo? good game his mojo his no his mojo. His, <laughs> not his mojo his <laughs> mojo, uh baby. no 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 i'm I thinking of uh, <laughs> razor ramon his uh uh his uh machismo thank you oh, machismo, machismo <laughs> yeah. anyway machismo sounds like a you know a a, Pretzel a, a, I was going to say Like a nacho platter Or something A Taco Bell Or whatever <laughs> With extra cheese I'll take
2: the machismo Yeah <laughs> The machismo That is a good one Hey Taco yeah. Bell Del Taco Yeah, yeah Del Taco right. Put that on your menu Hey can I get pass, that Machismo
0: mode? <laughs> <laughs> I want the two tacos Combo With fries and a drink Can I get that Machismo You got it boss <laughs> And they just slather That sucker In the nacho cheese anyway uh i'm picking of course the chiefs to win this one jacksonville jaguars ain't got no shot
2: yeah this should be a blowout i mean all the chiefs really need to do is take etn out of the game who's had several good games in a row over 100 yards if they just eliminate him it'll be an easy day for the chiefs
1: i agree guys um i don't want to over you know overlook the jacks but uh they i mean it's an arrowhead you know you you, Scott's prediction: Sometimes the Chiefs don't play so well in the first half. Yeah, of their that's head true. And, <laughs> I do say that. <laughs> it's like any given Sunday; you never know. But uh, yeah, this should be another game that she should have no problems. One of the easier games on the whole schedule. You know, they should have no problem getting a W and going to seven and two.
0: All right, the Pittsburgh Steelers they're going to host the New Orleans Saints. Uh, that maybe actually TJ Mutt- Watt might return to the Steelers, and if he does so, that that uh, could will definitely. Be a big up for that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Um, you know, New Orleans seems to really get banged up last week uh, 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 during what Monday Night Football. Um, And just I don't know. I just wasn't again. I'm just not feeling the Saints. I just don't feel like they're playing very well. So uh, mediocre game, mediocre teams, uh, kind of a who cares game as far as I'm concerned. Uh, But you know what? I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say that the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at home uh, with a a TJ Watt who returned high off some wattage. uh, They're going to they're going to win this one.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think with Watt back, that will just energize the team, especially at home. They'll play better.
1: I, I, I foresee the
2: Steelers winning.
1: I'm gonna go the other way, guys. I'm gonna go New Orleans Saints. I hope Dalton can answer back from last week's fiasco. Um, I'm going. I'm going the. I'm going the Saints. All right. Okay. Well, let's.
0: Uh, set set our gaze upon Las Vegas and those Las Vegas Raiders and they will host the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, as we know, uh, uh, owner Jim Ursay looked to Saturday for better Sundays uh, and uh, got Jeff Saturday as their head coach. So that is just pretty much what all eyes are going to be on. That's going to be the story of the day, at least of the broadcast uh, ad nauseum. Um, I'm just going to say that uh, because a lot of people are against it, uh, the Colts are going to play. They're going to play well. Uh, I'm I'm thinking he's going to maybe start Foles. Uh, I don't know. He He might start Sam Ellinger. Uh, uh, but but if he does so, I'm sure Sam Ellinger is going to have a very, very, very short leash. Um, I don't even know. I mean, is there a possibility that he might even start Matt Ryan, uh, which would be kind of fun and cool to see. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, I'm picking the Indianapolis Colts to uh, win this game Uh, in Las Vegas because the Raiders suck and they suck (laughs) and then they suckety suck 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 uh so yeah a sucky team can come in and beat a sucky team even with it not without a head coach um what do you guys think
2: yeah I, I I think the Raiders actually will pull this one out even though they do suck there's just way too much up in the air with the Colts I mean who knows who's going to be quarterback uh what kind of system is uh, Saturday going to be putting in there? Is he just going to want to run the balls? Is he going to put right in? Who knows? So I'm, I'm actually just going to go with the Raiders.
1: Ooh, wow. Um, I'm going Colts, guys, because uh, the Raiders, I mean, they still don't know what's going on with Darren Waller. They still don't know what's going on with Hunter Renfro. You know, they had their main starting linebacker, middle linebacker, Blake, What's his Martinez? uh, Just announced retirement at 28 years old. Um, He obviously led the team last week with tackles. uh, Tackles he had 11 tackles that game, and now he's gone. (laughs) And so (laughs) um, I'm picking the Colts on this one. Again, we don't know what to base anything off of, but as long as they hand the ball off, you know, run the ball, um, they should have success against the Raiders. And I, I just don't, I don't think the Raiders have enough to even, you know, compete with Colts defense. I think they have a pretty decent. uh, pretty good defense, so I'm going with the Colts. Yeah, Colts uh, running back Jonathan
0: Taylor, he returned to full participation in practice, and uh, so did actually Matt Ryan, so um, we'll see what comes of that. You know, I would, I just, I just, yeah, I hope the Colts win just because I love me a good Raiders loss every time, I suppose. Uh, let's uh, look to a, little, a Los Angeles as the Los Angeles Rams are going to host the Carolina, no, excuse me, the uh, uh, Phoenix Cardinals, the, the Arizona Cardinals is is what I really mean. Um, you know, uh, after that abysmal loss in Tampa Bay, uh, Los Angeles Rams are, are looking really banged up. The Matt Stafford is questionable; he's under concussion protocol. I don't know if he's going to be available, going to return for this game. If they don't, if he doesn't, they're going to uh, play uh, uh what? Uh, uh, Woolsworth? What? Wurtford? Wolford? Wolford? Wolford uh who, when he's filled in for an injured Stafford it's actually done a fairly decent job i've i've thought i've i've been happy with him um and uh the Arizona Cardinals um they've been who they are uh kyler murray has uh, been shitting the bed uh like he started, you know, the tail end last season. Um, so nice to see that he's picked up where he's left off. Uh, oh God, I really want the Rams to win this game. This is kind of like a must, must, must win. Last week, I think, was the must win, really. This is a must, must, must win. So, uh, for all the hair gel in the world, I think uh, Sean McVay should, uh, uh, give this one the old college try and, uh, uh, maybe uh, have a conversation with his defensive coordinator and say, hey, why don't you get those, uh, DBs, uh, uh, you know, up on the, in the, uh, uh um, your uh, cornerbacks as well up on the line and uh, do some press here uh I gotta tell you I'm picking the Cardinals
2: yeah you know I, I'm, I I'm you. a
0: Rams fan I want I want the I want the Rams to win but I'm picking the Cardinals I think the Cardinals are gonna win
2: yeah it's like come on man at least play man defense when it's like third and seven or less because you just you're playing 12 yards off and they only need to get five yards it doesn't make any sense but you know we could go on all day with that um I don't. Know, if Stafford doesn't play Then Cardinals are for sure going to win um, All the morons on Twitter Are actually wanting the Rams to play Perkins For some oh odd my God. reason Because that terrible. dude is beyond garbage He has no <laughs> arm, can't throw The only reason you'd march him out there Is because like, you don't want to get Wolford hurt too I guess And maybe because the O-line is so bad He can maybe escape it and, and run for a couple plays Here and there But you're not yeah, winning the game Yeah, um, Wolford can run too Yeah. And I think people forget that he's actually somewhat, you know, he's got some good maneuverability as well. So I I think Wolford's the guy to go with for sure. But, uh, um, Stafford plays. I I definitely think the the Rams are going to win this because they, they really need it. they they're the better team top to bottom. And the Cardinals have a lot of strife. They got a lot of bickering going on, a lot of stuff going on on the sidelines. Seems like every game they're either getting into it with each other or with the coach or all of that, the above there. Um, and the rams were able to hold them to what nine points or or whatnot the last time they played i think they basically are going to run the same scheme again and keep them under well below 20. the question is can the damn Rams score some points i mean if the rams can get 17 points or more they're going to win but at stafford and that concussion protocol is the big question um and they we're supposed to get uh, Shelton, I believe, one of their, their linemen. He did practice. I don't know if he's good enough to play yet, but if he plays, you can get that complete zero of that uh, Mr. Ole, <laughs> the Evans at the left guard, get him out of there, get a little better uh, pass protection. So I'm, I'm going Rams on this one.
1: This is a good one, guys, and obviously a division rivalry here. Um, Rams have beat the Cardinals 11 out of the – Twelve last meetings, so uh, they know how to beat the Cardinals, and it is at home. Um, so we are expecting big things. Obviously, out of Sean McVeigh to you know make some damn adaptations, change some things yes. up. You yes. know, uh, you, you gotta you gotta change things up, change the look. But on both sides of the ball, um, you know, Stafford needs to play better. You gotta get the ball into Cup's hands, uh, and then also into Allen's and and Higby's, and involve everybody um, as much as possible. And that running game's gotta open up. It's gotta come alive. You gotta these offensive linemen. They need to push forth and you know get the running game going. And that probably starts there. So one, if they can get that thing going, um, I do think that they could take advantage of the, the Cardinals' defense because, you know, Cardinals' defense, they're going in this game without Buda Baker, and that's their best, by far, their best uh, defensive linebacker uh, 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 safety. And so, I mean, that's a huge loss for them. I don't – I, I, I if, if Stafford could just pick them apart knowing that he's out of the game, um, you know, I think the Rams have a really good – Good chance to get this game, and then um, you know, just like what Donald's saying, Donald's has already made a point, obviously, that they can't lose anymore. They have to get on a winning streak, and they have to that starts now. And so, hopefully, that fires up the Rams' defense and push them in the right direction. I'm going Rams on this one.
0: Yeah, well, uh, from your mouth to God's ears, I I, I hope that's the case, and because and of course definitely want the Rams to win this one uh m- maybe i'm just gotta i have a bee in my bonnet after last week in that <laughs> loss to the tampa bay in that last final drive which was just embarrassing um yeah i'm so, I am
2: glad that you said that though kevin with mcveigh like change it up but yeah what do you have I'm to lose? Watching the same mcveigh from the super bowl against the patriots he had no counter moves he literally ran like the same uh player combination over and over and over again it's like Go a wide. Go five wide if you need to. You can't run it anyway. Spread them out. Like, do something. Run do something different. I mean, change it up, man. Yeah. Do something, dude.
0: Try, have a, try a new hair product. Just change <laughs> change it up. Come on, McVay. Wear a hat. <laughs> yeah, wear a hat. There you go. All right, well, uh, let's head to uh, Lambeau Field as the Dallas Cowboys are going to head to Lambeau Field and uh, take on the Green Bay Packers. This is a reunion game between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. Discount double-check, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been shitting the bed pretty good, pretty hard pretty pretty stanky uh lately um and uh this this is this is one of those games where uh you know maybe because of that reunion between mike mccarthy he's going to either you know get it done uh handle his biz and uh hand uh dallas cowboys their third loss of the season um or he's going to try too hard get more frustrated when things aren't going his way uh throw even bigger fits and just uh, completely melt down and explode on the field uh as his uh final uh, um you know, a uh, farewell to, to, to football and, 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 Green Bay as a whole. Um, I, 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 this, this is one of those games that I feel like is going to separate the men from the boys. Uh, I, I actually feel like this is also a potential trap game for, for the Cowboys, you know, heading into Green Bay. Um, it's just going to come down to whether we're wearing the whites or the blues, right, uh, there, Kev? Uh, I, I want to pick Green Bay, but, you know, I, I really I, – you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going for it. I'm, I'm picking the Rodgers because everybody's going to be picking the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, I'm going to go with Rodgers and the Packers to win this one.
2: Yeah, the Cowboys have been susceptible against the run. Uh, when they gave up all those points, it was against the Bears, who is not a good team, but they can run the ball. Um, so if the Packers, that's basically the only thing they can do is run it with Jones and with Dylan. So if they're able to pound the run, um, I, I could easily see the Packers pulling this one out. It won't be easy. It'll probably be pretty close because the Cowboys on the road, um, they don't really have a, a great star receiver that can really open up the pass game with CD lamb. He's kind of hit and miss. So I, I could see it coming down to the wire here. And, um, I think the Packers, they got to know where their bread and butter is. It's its with the run game. I think they're going to exploit it, and I think they're actually going to pull it out.
1: This is going to be a good one, guys, definitely. Um this is in Green Bay, like kind of what you guys are saying, you know, and Packers have let's let's be honest, they've kind of owned the Cowboys for a very long time. They've won eight of the past nine meetings. Um, but this isn't the same Packers team and you know, a lot of the receivers, Sammy Watkins, um, Alan Lazar, you know, um, they're all in injured reserve, so they're not really practicing with Aaron Rodgers right now. So I don't know if they're getting the same looks. Obviously, Randall Cobb's expected to miss the fourth straight game. Um um, and then you know, on the Cowboys side you know you do have Ezekiel Elliott that's you know, potentially on injured reserve but I swear that guy always is on he's just a missed practice and then he comes <laughs> in and play you know plays on the game he's kind of one of those guys where you're on a team and they just show up and they expect to play um, but they still have Tony Ponard and and he's he's obviously very very good so I'm going I'm going Dallas Cowboys on this one guys um I, I just looking at the you know overall numbers, you know defense. You know the Cowboys are at ten, um, and uh, the Packers they're you know at six, but uh, the Cowboys are twenty two for the offense, and then you know the Packers are fourteen for the office. All these numbers do say that you know, the Packers are going to win, um, but I just don't I don't see it happening because I, I don't think they have the same team. And so uh, if Dallas is going to make any push, this is the team you have to beat. So I'm going with the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, last week uh Rogers throwing what 291 yards and three interceptions and, and two of those happening in the end zone against Detroit, losing to the Detroit Lions. Like you just you just can't do that. Um, let's uh our final game is Sunday night football, uh, happening at Levi's Stadium. Uh, San Francisco 49ers are hosting the Los Angeles Chargers, a little AFC, NFC West action. Uh the Chargers, they've they've done well in regards to winning games barely, uh, despite being fairly injured and not playing very well either, Uh, though Justin Herbert seemed to uh, find his groove a little bit last week and and seems to be uh, better and and maybe a little bit more back to his regular self, especially with that rib injury that he's been dealing with throughout the season. Uh, But uh, he's going to have to do a lot better uh, this Sunday against a uh, faster Uh, quicker pass uh, attack from the 49ers defense um, who just definitely stacks up the sacks. Uh, and then, of course, he's not going to have the ball, Justin Herbert. is not going to have the ball that much because uh, uh, you you know that uh, the 49ers are definitely going to, to ground and pound with the, their run game um, and and definitely give the ball to Christian McCaffrey as much and as many times as they can. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are going to go from five and three to five and four and, and, and lose to the 49ers again as a Rams fan uh in the AFC NFC West you know I hope that's not the case I I hope that they can beat the 49ers but I, I just don't see it happening uh in uh uh Santa Clara uh in, in at a home game for the 49ers so I'm I'm, I'm picking the 49ers
2: Yeah, it would be great to see the Chargers put a full game together. It doesn't seem like they've done that yet this year. They've been able to eke out a couple wins, a couple wins that they shouldn't have won. Um, But it just seems like the 49ers are more well put together. Um, And, yeah, I think the 49ers will win their pass rush uh, with all the weapons they got on offense now. And uh, the Chargers, with what they're lacking, I I don't see them winning this game. Unfortunately, I got to pick the 49ers, though I would love, absolutely love to see the Chargers win it.
1: Yeah, this is also going to come down the wire. I think this will be a well, close game for sure, at least into the fourth quarter. This will be the first time we're we'll actually see Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel um, back. So we'll see that tandem, obviously. Uh Garoppolo will have, you know, should be a kid in the in a in a toy store for sure, where he's got, you know, a little screen pass for days, which he loves to do, right? He doesn't like to throw the ball down the field. So he should have all his playmakers right in front of him or or just on the side of him. Um, their defense still going to be shut lights out you know should shut down uh, a lot of the run that the Chargers are going to try to provide obviously Chargers still have Keenan Allen still questionable if Chargers are ever going to win it's really going to come down to the play of um, Austin Eckler and Justin Herbert you know how well and how efficient these two uh, uh, play playmakers will be for the Chargers but at this moment uh, looks like the 49ers are going to pull this one off at home and so I'm taking the Niners
0: yeah it's such a great point kevin that debo samuel uh christian McCaffrey combo is just going to be scary i mean it just plays the strengths or lack thereof of a jimmy garoppolo with the with the sprinkling of the occasional kittle ah, and their defense i don't they're they're really going to be really tough yeah, to beat and i yeah they're just going to be tough to beat if, for the entire season um so yeah i feel like we've seen this one play out before and, uh, uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, Sunday night, uh, hopefully at least if anything, it's going to be a good close competitive game and we'll be watching. Uh, and I know you guys will be watching at home. Thank you so much. That's going to do it for us here at sideline, the agenda. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your your podcast entertainment. Uh, Give us a five-star review, like, subscribe, share the show with your friends, and uh, follow us on Twitter. My name is Scott. That's Kevin. That's Chris. This is Sideline the Agenda. Get off the sideline and into the game.